Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, y'all. Yes, buddy. Bye. Love you. From Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that is more than just a pre-show. My name is Greg Tepper, although I think there's people who wish it wasn't It wasn't more than just a pre-show. Mm-hmm. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places. Max is paying on class now. <laughs> hey, he wants to come back Or you're in. listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. Make us sound good she is my mal pal she's your mal pal she's our chase daniel she's mallory hartley howdy howdy good to be here uh, usually i'm the special guest on this show i know normally but normally hank trumps that by a mile yes uh hank trumps that yeah, by a mile we brought in we brought in hank and max and my my wife jen was here too and she didn't she she, made she, an waved. she waved she waved stuff like that she, <laughs> but we uh Hank has been on the show, but never, I don't think he's been on the show in studio. Or by like, himself. Or by right? himself. Certainly that was not like a in big milestone. Because he, uh, like whenever we were doing like remote stuff, when we were doing, when we were COVIDing, um, mm-hmm. he would show up every once in a while because he'd right. just break into my office. <laughs> um, but anyway, I uh, appreciate them. Bye, Hank. Bye, Mommy. Bye, Max. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, 2020, 307 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. <gasps> to Whataburger. Whataburger. It's actually it's National Whataburger Day. Well, it should you be. No, feels like you know what? Every day should be National. I was going to say seventy uh, third birthday. Is today their seventy three? Whataburger. Yeah. Yes, seventy three years. That was yeah, because nineteen fifty. So they're older. They're they're older they're than older than us. Uh, right. Well, I mean, you and I. The, yes. Correct. But, the but magazine. Dave Campbell's. Too. Dave Campbell. Correct. It's hard to be a Texas institution that's older than Dave Campbell's, but Whataburger is it? Happy birthday to Whataburger. Do you know where? Th- Let me ask you a little Whataburger trivia. Maybe you know this. Okay. Do you know where the first Whataburger was? Oh, I have. I do. I just. I don't remember. The first Whataburger, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. It's a Corpus Christi base. Really? Yeah, because I remember. Well, because we went to the. Uh, my family and I went to Port Aransas last weekend. That's right. And um, and so we were driving through Corpus, and I was like, by the way, home of Whataburger. So I just had all these fun facts from my in-laws who were just like, I mean, I like they like Whataburger. Anytime we come down. Like, and especially my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law, anytime we come down, he's like, we are 
like I don't even want to yeah. see my n- nephews. <laughs> we're going to we're going to Whataburger. So what a what's your go to order there? I'm a patty melt guy. Okay, I'm a patty melt guy, but I will also say that that honey the the uh, uh, the uh, honey oh, barbecue geez, the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Yes. I was gonna say honey butter honey butter chicken biscuit, which is which also is great hits. too. Yeah, uh, but I'm a if, if I'm feeling if I want a burger, I'm doing the patty melt, uh-huh. and if I want a um, if I want chicken, if I don't want a burger, then I will do the uh, the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, which whew, okay hits. I do uh, I do whenever it comes around each year, I get the barbecue or the buffalo chicken strip sandwich mm-hmm. with the cheese on it mm-hmm. dip it in some ranch mm-hmm. that is also that's waterburger for also me. this is me this is me i'm a large fry guy i, I mess, oh yeah their I fries are around, elite i ain't messing around with medium fries no no no, no, no. <laughs> their fries are elite no it's all elite <laughs> anyway, it's great food. happy birthday to happy our birthday, friends at burger. waterburger it's episode 16 20 something correct 27 on today's show folks we planted a segment seed a year ago, and now we're going to harvest it. We're going to revisit my bold college football predictions from 2022 and see how I did. And then, back half of the show, while we were at coaching school in THSE, a coaching school and convention in Houston, we caught up with the head coach of Mount Pleasant Tigers. Uh, or uh, Mount Pleasant Tigers? Yes. Yeah. They got that right. Yes. Coach Joe Cluley. Mount, I know Mount Vernon is the Tigers. Let, oh, let me make sure I'm not angering everybody well, in Mount the- Pleasant. I'm, yeah, they're the, the Tigers. Because I got that's, the logo. That's what here. threw me off is that Mount Vernon is, is also the also, Tigers. Right. So it's like, yes, Mount Pleasant Tigers. Coach Joe Cluley uh, coming off his first season there at uh, Mount Pleasant. We will hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Andrew Christensen, and how does Little Mermaid breathe without gills? Great point. Welcome back, fellas. All right, Mal Pal. It's time to go out into the, into the field because a year ago mm-hmm. in this very chair, I sat and actually Pickle was sitting in that, that chair. Yes. You're doing a great job too. Thank you. But um, went out in the field and I sowed some seeds. Mm-hmm. I sowed some segment seeds and I said, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to plant these seeds and I'm going to come back in one year and I'm going to harvest them. And that is that I made five bold predictions for college football ahead of the 2022 season. Five bold predictions. Now, Mm -hmm. the rules were they had to be bold. Your mileage may vary on that, but Mm -hmm. they had to be, you know, it can't be like Texas won't go winless. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, And These are pretty bold. And it had to be measurable. Mm -hmm. It had to be something that we could definitely say happened or didn't happen. So Mm -hmm. it can't be like A&M will be pretty good. You know what I mean? It's got to be like a definitive answer. Yeah, it's got to be like... I couldn't say A&M will be pretty good. I would say have to say A&M will win more than eight games right. or something like that. So it has to be uh, bold and measurable. And so I made five predictions a year ago, and it's time to go reap what we sowed. We're going to go take a look at the five bold predictions I had in 2022. Let's go to a young Greg Tepper and see what he had to say for the first bold prediction. So I have five bold Texas college football predictions for the 2022 season, starting with boom. The state of Texas will have two national semifinalists. So we've got, how about that? The state of Texas will have two national semifinalists and they damn sure did Bob. 
They sure did. TCU, of course, in the uh, was a national finalist, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and eventually, they, but semifinals as well. They made the college football playoff. First Texas team to ever make the college football playoff. They did that, and Mary Harden Baylor made the Division Three national semifinals. Good so, one. Good one. That's a check. Now, I did say if you go back and you watch it. We'll get to we'll get to who I thought was going to be in there. I certainly mentioned Mary Harden Baylor. I also thought Midwestern State had a chance to make it. Uh, mm-hmm. Midwestern State, um, and then Angelo State as well. We thought there was a couple teams from the Lone Star Conference had an opportunity to make it there in the Division Two ranks, uh, but they don't ask you how; they ask you how many, and they got two. Texas national semifinalists. So that's a win for old Greg. Listen, it's all going great. Nothing to worry about. Let's get to prediction number two. The state of Texas will have a Heisman finalist. Wow. So smart. The state of Texas will have a Heisman finalist. And Max You're Duggan. Right. Max Duggan. All right. I'm, I'm curious, though. Who... Who'd you think it was going to be, though? Oh, I think you know who I thought it was uh-huh. going to be. Uh-huh. Max Duggan. I okay, nailed it. Well. Everyone knew that Max Duggan <laughs> was going uh-huh. to become a household name. Of course. And and, move, and I just sat here and I was a, a, a bold truth teller. I All said, right. hey, just watch out for this quarterback. I know that he's kind of underachieved while he was been there, and, and we don't even know if he's going to win the starting job there at TCU. But, like, don't you worry. He's going to go and make it all the way to New York. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Also, B. John Robinson. Correct. <laughs> there you go. I, I mentioned it. in. If you go watch the, the whole video, I definitely mention, I'm like, yeah, like the early it's favorite here is B. John, John Robinson. Robinson. Like, right. it's going to be him. Uh-huh. And then I was like, but maybe Quinn Ewers. Maybe, like, um, I think I mentioned. Well, he was the only yeah, I Texas wanna... guy invited, right? Oh, who? Max Duggan? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, but then I also think I mentioned um, that I thought that the a m quarterback uh would would have like an outside shot if he had an opportunity to to get in there the 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 freshman is going to start this year whose name is escaping me at the moment um the star from bridgeland why am i playing oh 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 uh, connor wigman yeah yeah connor, connor wigman. wigman i thought connor wigman was an outside like dark okay. horse as well yeah. he could have done the johnny football thing where he kind of gets in there and then goes nuts but again that's another Not, win it's, it's a win it counts no mallory let temper cook Let's have her cook. I'm 2-0 in my college football predictions. I'm sure there's not an iceberg anywhere ahead. Let's go to prediction number three. Boom. Of the F- 12 FBS teams in Texas, eight will be bowl eligible. So. It's a pretty big number. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This guy doesn't miss. This guy doesn't miss. Of the 12, because now there's 13, of the 12 Texas FBS teams. Nine. Eight. I said that eight. You said will eight, be but nine were actually bowl, bowl eligible. eligible. TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor. Four from the Big Twelve, right? Mm-hmm. We're already cruising. UTSA. That's five. North Texas. That's six. Rice. Rice. Who got in? Rice. If you, Rice is interesting. We'll we'll leave them aside for now. So that's that's six for now. But then, you Houston. had uh, Texas A&M. No, Houston. I'm sorry, Houston and SMU. That's eight. It does count as nine if you count Rice. Now, Rice mm-hmm. was not bowl eligible. They finished five and seven. Yeah. But because of the, yeah, because of the, uh, the, the academic standards, which is kind of the tiebreaker whenever they need teams for bowls, they did go to a bowl. So nine of the 12, I, I even undershot it. I you was did. Just, I was playing conservative. You were. You knew this was going to happen. You were like, oh, oh I gosh. don't want to. 
I don't want to give my secret away. Mallory, three and oh, I'm just like, basically take what I'm saying to the bank, okay? Everything's going great for me, and there's nothing that can stop this freight train. Here's prediction number four. This is Texas's last season in the Big 12. Now, they're not supposed to leave until 2025. Yes. Uh, Okay. All right. Okay. Close. So, basically, (laughs) I was there, and and, and at that point, it was still that they were going to stay in the league until 2025, Mm -hmm. that they were going to go until the grant of rights expired, and they were going to move to the SEC starting in 2025. Texas was. Mm -hmm. Um, But I said, I went... Super Bowl, and I said, this is the last year. They're going to move starting next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, incorrect. They will be playing in the Tex- in the Big 12 this year. Uh, but they did, if you want to give me partial credit, which don't, but if you want to give me partial credit, they did, they did move that, up yes. the exit date, yes. that they aren't staying until 2025. And if you want to, again, if you want to give me partial credit, which again, do not, Mm-mm. but... The spirit of what I was saying was that they were not going to make it till the end of the grant of rights. Right. That is true. That is true. But I did say that 2022 would be Texas's last season in the Big 12. It was not. And so that is a, a miss. Uh, but look, nobody's perfect. I'm sure we're going to finish strong with the boldest mm-hmm. and best and, and most locked and loaded prediction. Let's hit it. Houston will become the first Texas team to be selected for the college football playoff, which means that they would fill the Cincinnati gap that mm-hmm. was last year. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting little time capsule, and I found myself, like, I, I, I enjoy doing this segment, honestly, not because it's just fun, but also because it's an interesting time capsule to go back to what we were thinking before the season. Because uh-huh. once the season gets going, like all these narratives get created and we kind of forget what we were thinking going into it. Right. The, the narrative around Houston was that they were going to be the new Cincinnati. Right. That they were going to romp through the American Athletic Conference. They were going to roll into, and they were going to become the new team, the new group of five team to make the college football playoff. Right. They were loaded. And everything they had coming back, we all thought this was the year for Dana Holgerson's Cougars. And it became abundantly clear, I would say, in week one. Right. When they went to UTSA and they needed triple overtime? Was that it? Yeah, yeah, it was beat, tri- triple overtime when they beat, uh, to beat UTSA? To beat UTSA, and they did. They did beat UTSA, but I mean, it, 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 they it, got lo- it, it was showed, close. It showed some. It showed some flaws, and yes. at that point, I think all of us went like, "Uh oh." And then the next week, they go to Tech and they lose, mm-hmm. and that was one that we were like, we were like, that was a really important. If you think about, it, we were talking about what a really important game that was for Houston, not just because they were going to, uh, not just because they were going to be joining the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, were they joining the Big Twelve at that point? Maybe I don't know. But I think also, so. but this was Joey McGuire's first year, mm-hmm. and you need to go in there and get this win. Go in there and get this win. They lose that game, then they follow up and come home. And you remember what happened next? Was that the Tulane game? It was Kansas. Kansas. They came home and they oh, lost by 18 right. to Kansas. That's all like the Jalen right. Daniels coming out party. And they got mm-hmm. they got yep. mowed down. And suddenly we're like, oh, this defense might stink. Right. Like this defense might stink. And then the next week they play the Bayou Bucket against Can- against Rice. And they remember, they won by a touchdown and it was that real was tight. Close. 
Then they lose it to Lane, and it was just like at that point. I mean, once they lost to Tech, they were out of the college football playoff conversation. Right. But it's so interesting to think back on that because there's one team. I feel like there's one team every year that we all hitch our wagon to that ends up kind of falling short. If you remember in 2021, it was A&M. Mm-hmm. Put them on the cover of the magazine. They were we we talked about they were national title contenders and they had a super disappointing year. And last year's Houston's turn. That was a it's it's just interesting now to think back on like all the playoff hype we had. And now that seems it seems decades so ago. it seems so distant too with oh Houston now. I mean, like the same narrative this year. Like they go into the season playing UTSA first at yeah. home, and that's going to really set the tone so, for that yeah. Houston team. And so Houston Houston ends up going 7-5. and five. They win their bowl game, go 8-5. and five. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think considering the expectations, it's a huge disappointment. Now, again, there was a Texas team in the playoff, just not the one anyone has, not any of us saw coming. Right. Uh, so overall, 3-2 on my college football predictions. Not bad. Not bad. 3-2 and a half. I'll give you that little half. Yeah, or okay. three and a half in, in one, one and, and a half. half. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to call it three and two. Was Again, it has to be measurable. And yes. by the measurables, I went three and two. And so that is a look at my bowl predictions from a year ago heading into the 2022 college football season. Coming up Thursday. Do we have a show Thursday? Yeah. We do? I'll, uh, yeah. We'll yeah. be back. Coming up Thursday. <laughs> my bowl. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I just realized Pickle are going to be on all day on Thursday. So. Do we have a show Friday? Yes. Coming up Friday, <laughs> my bold college football predictions for 2023. So stay tuned for that. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Now... Award from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. The Gambling Gauchos are a Texas Tech podcast serving you money lines, memes, and Matador content on Twitter, YouTube, and stakingtheplains.com. Well, let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas, I'm going to shoot them right in the eye. If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. Miss Hartley, while we were in Houston at the THSE Coaching School and Convention, we caught up with dozens of coaches 
You can find all these on our YouTube page on TexasFootball.com. One of the coaches we caught up with, head coach, the Mount Pleasant Tigers, Coach Joe Cluley, entering his second season there uh, out east at MP. Here is our conversation with Joe Cluley of Mount Pleasant here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention here with the head coach of those Mount Pleasant Tigers, Coach Joe Cluley, my good friend. Coach, how are you, sir? Good, man. You. Great to see you. Thanks for having me on. So I just had a Stanford from Texas High over here, and he was telling us how bad they're going to be in 2023. Do you, <laughs> should I believe a word that he says? I would not believe a word Coach Stanford has. Like, just in general, <laughs> as a rule of thumb, uh, but especially about that football team they have coming out, they, they are going to be really, really good. All right. Well, let's talk about – first off, let's talk about coaching school a little bit. And I want, first, I want to know how long, what, how long is the drive from Mount Pleasant to Houston? How long? So it was about four hours hours from Mount Pleasant to Houston, so significantly closer than my drive to uh, Houston from Lubbock the last time yes. I came down. okay, so you're, you're, so little, you're I, a little closer. I made it out better, yes okay. sir. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, how, how exciting is it, is it to be, you're, you are the son of a, a former Texas high school football right. coach, so I know you've been to a lot of coaching schools, and how, how exciting is it every year to come here and be a part of this convention? This is to me, and like Courtney and my wife, we talk about this all the time, this is the kickoff to football season, and all year you wait for football season to come, and you know we go through off season and all the hard stuff we do but this is to me the pinnacle of what we do here in the state of Texas uh, if you could see what we're looking at with all the different coaches and from colleges and of course our great high school coaches and uh, just the camaraderie that's here uh, it is absolutely second to none and the media media dorks like me and Tepper here you know we, we hang out <laughs> we try to make Dave Campbell's booth one of the places to go we want all the high school, all the head coaches to come by here at least once during their time here and I think we, I think our operations staff does a pretty well, good job I'll say, I, and I would say this not only is Dave Campbell's kind of like uh, the Bible of Texas high school football and really moving towards basketball and collegiate stuff as well. Uh, but uh, y'all's booth is always the move. Uh, if, if you can get in one of these seats, I had to beg my way in here today. That's all right. Uh, that's but that right. 20 bucks I gave you paid well, off. Yeah, that'll buy dinner here, here a little <laughs> that's while. Right. That's right. That's you know, you right. mentioned our, ba- our ish has done a great job with our Texas basketball yes. coverage and Mount Pleasant. You guys uh, on the boys and girls side boys had unbelievable and girls. Gr- basketball uh, Unbelievable years. Um, I think we were like uh, 37-1 and one in the girls and 34 four and one with the boys um in fact our head basketball coach uh, is headed down here right now so uh he wants to he's never he's never been to coaching school so he wants to experience this as well it's just this is such a great environment it really is it's, it's, it's lot, it's, it means football season is here and we're talking ball and yes so sir let's talk about those 2023 mount pleasant tigers i know last year you know first year transitional right. year yep. and, and you know I, you guys were knocking on the door in a lot of games and, yep. you know i feel like this year you guys have a chance to take a step forward but what do you guys need to do to close that gap and go from being competitive to turning those close losses into wins in 2023? You know, I think a big part of it is leadership. We feel like our our group of kids we have this year uh, that have come back, uh, Mason McMahon, our quarterback, Antez Jeffrey, um, uh, I could name several, Ryder Marshall, uh, Trevor Broach, Jonathan Amieva, uh, all those guys I feel like have taken a huge step from a leadership standpoint, and I think that's the difference is when you get to the sidelines, coaches are going to preach what they preach, but when you can get your kids preaching what you preach to each other, I think you get the buy-in, you get the camaraderie, and that way when you go down seven, instead of everybody hanging their heads, they're going, hey, our defense, our offense is about to go out here and do their thing. And I think that's where we're at. We're on the cusp of that. Of course, you got to prove it in the games, uh, but I'm really excited about our football team this year. I noticed that, and I know it's just it's, it's just seven-on-seven, seven, right? But I noticed that when I watched y'all play in the Tyler seven-on-seven seven, uh, in that game, really close game against North 40, yes, you guys got down like 20 to nothing yep. early and then come all the way back and take, take the lead, and right. I didn't see anybody chirping at each other, hanging their heads. Yeah. 
I know, you know y'all didn't win that game, but I right. felt like you know that you be really proud of that kind of uh, growth from your kids. I really have been proud of all of our seven on seven stuff, and we obviously didn't make it to the state seven on seven, which was our ultimate goal. Uh, but seeing the growth in our kids, even from our first SQT to our second SQT, them understanding that the guy next to you, he may make a mistake, but he's working as hard as he can and doing the best. He's not trying to make a mistake. Uh, let's lift that person up instead of beating them down. And anytime you come into a new situation, a new place, uh, the culture always has to change. And that's kind of what we walked into. And so we're slowly trying to change it and trying to make it right. And uh, when you have great kids, which we do, high character kids, which we do, you're eventually going to win football games. And that's our plan. Now, you're, you're the rare defensive guy who, who actually likes playing stuff. Now, I don't know if you like all the rules about 7-on-7, <laughs> yeah, seven, but you, like, rules you are... like to play. Why, 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 did, why is 7-on-7 seven seven good for your program? 7-on-7 seven seven is important to us, and I think it's important. It should be important to everyone because it's about competing. It's about going out, and the rules are the rules, but they're the same for me and you. And let's go and let's compete. And just in 7-on-7, seven seven, you get officials that call things different, just like you do from Friday night to Friday night, or just like you do from Thursday night to Thursday night. And to me, it's all about, are we going to go compete, or are we going to go lay down? And you see the competitive heartbeat of your kids, and you can talk about offseason, but kids are different when they compete against other kids they don't know. And sometimes they don't compete as hard, and other times you get groups that compete harder. And I think right now our group competes harder against others than they do against themselves. And that's what I want to see, because on Friday night when it says Tigers across our chest, it doesn't say offensive defense. Mm-hmm. It just says the number and Tigers. And so we want to compete really, really hard. I think 7-on-7 seven seven brings that out. All right. You had a busy offseason. You, you have a, a new little one. You've yes, got, sir. You've got, um, you know, you, you got, you're surrounded by girls in that house. Yes, so you, well, there ain't so, no doubt. So uh, now, now you're, you're uh, I'll tell you, that I, I have three girls as well. Right. So one of my proudest moments as a dad was when my daughters were in elementary school. They had, my two older daughters had a big argument about how many different ways a football team can score nine points in a football game. <laughs> Have you are, have you had any of those moments That's, with your daughters? I, I, I know your daughters know the game. They know for the as young game. As they are. Yeah. yeah, they they do. They know the game. Uh, you know, I'll say this. I think the uh, the moments that I see, especially with now my youngest is four month old. Yeah, she, me yeah, and Courtney she, would tell you we're not sure what we were thinking, but we had her. She's been great. Uh, but MJ and Kate are a little older, six and ten. Uh, and I'll say the coolest thing has been like as they have grown up around the game. I mean, they've been to hundreds of football games at this mm-hmm. point between freshman and JV and varsity. Is the questions that you start getting asked. And so I love the questions of like, well, what does that mean? Like, why do they, why do you do this? And, you know, why do you have the guys stand on the goal line with their toes on the white and their hands behind their back? And it's those questions. They start seeing what you're doing mm-hmm. in offseason and in season. They start asking the questions. I absolutely love it. Are, are you waiting for them to start to, to, to fuss at a ref about a holding call? Are you waiting hey, for it? They, if they follow after their mom, they're already doing it. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, one, one more fun question for you here. Um, you are Last year at coaching school, you made it a, 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 a self-discovery. You discovered that the Kit Kat from Canada is better than the the, the American Kit Kat. Not even a question. So I've got a couple. I've yes, got a couple sir. for you. How, how fired up? How fired up are you? Or, or is Mrs. Cluley more? Miss Cluley is more fired up. They won't all make it to Miss Cluley, and that's okay. She knows that coming into it. Okay. Everybody's got to pay the tax, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, you bring them to me. You're it's my plug. A transport and then she, tax. Yeah, right. And then she has to pay the transport tax okay. back to Mount Pleasant. So I get a twenty percent tax on them. I take twenty percent, and then she gets the other eighty to do okay. with as she pleases. Okay. Okay. Uh, but there's no doubt that. 
uh, our friendship, the best part about it is not this. It's those kicks yeah, that you hook our, us our up with. Our good buddy Mike Roach was, was basically call, calling me a mule. The, the, a mule. Uh, uh, yeah, a kid cat mule. Yeah, that's right. So, for the Cluley family. We're uh, all yeah, in, yeah, man. So, We're all oh, in. Coach, well, uh, you are invited to our Dave Campbell social tomorrow yes, night. Yes, sir. So I'll be you, there. You can make it. I will. You'll, you'll I'll be there and hang out with the crew. and We'll have a good time. about it. Yes, sir. Good to see you, Coach. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you, too. Good luck at 2023, and congrats for all that you've done. And good luck. Appreciate what you do for student-athletes Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There is Joe Cluley, head coach of the Mount Pleasant Tigers, talking to Matt Stepp at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention in Houston. Excited to see what they do in year two there with uh, uh, out there in Mount Pleasant. Two and eight last year. I know that they've got big plans and eyes on a big leap here in 2023. We appreciate his time as always. Let's go over to Mallory Hartley for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, we'll be back live at 2 p.m. tomorrow, the Republic of Football. We took a couple nice. weeks off just because we've been super busy at media days and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we will be back tomorrow, and we might be doing a movie review. Yeah, possibly. I heard this. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it Don't away. Get away. But it's po- We're gonna watch it first. We're gonna see if it's appropriate to review live mm-hmm. on the podcast. Tomorrow, yes. uh, and we'll decide tomorrow. So. Yeah. So. We will be, um, it's exciting, ROF tomorrow, um, and then we've also got TFT tomorrow, Greg Powers is going to be back for our mm-hmm. recruiting segment. It's fun times here. We are also, so I was, I don't know if you, this is interesting to you. I know it is, but I like saying that. So I was doing the doing the numbers, because I'm already starting my week one prep for mm-hmm. Texas High football. Do you know how many games there are in week one of the Texas High football season? Mm-mm. Across all classifications, all levels, public school and private school. Okay, let me let me try and guess. So, how many total teams? I'm not telling you that. There? Okay, there are. Oh, I, I should also let me start by saying okay. this. I'm only counting games between varsity Texas teams. So, for example, there are some teams that are playing out-of-state teams. Canadians playing, like, Seminole, Oklahoma. <clears throat> that doesn't count for this. Okay, so and Texas also, on Texas. It's Texas on Texas and varsity on varsity. Because there's also, you get down the, in the lower school levels, like uh, uh, six-man. Yeah. yeah, private school too. But in six-man ranks, uh, like, sometimes you'll have, like, they'll play a JV team or something mm-hmm. like that. We're not counting that. So. Okay. Um, 764. Great guess. 721. Oh man, I was close. Seven twenty-one. There are seven hundred twenty-one so <laughs> uh, Texas high school teams uh, games starting That's tomorrow. Awesome. We're going to preview every one of them. We're going to do ten minutes <laughs> on each game. We're going to start <laughs> with just... Chillicothe and Darrowzet. We're doing that tomorrow on Texas football today. It's good for us. What 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 a terrible podcast that would be if we just go like, all right, time for Morton and Tornillo. What do you think, Mallory? <laughs> I you would have to go. Do you know Day, weeks on oh weeks straight if you wanted to do oh that. For, like, like you, you would have had to start weeks ago too. Do you know who Arlington opens with? I don't. Oh, what a terrible alum you are. I am a bad alum. Uh, who do they play first? Arlington hosts Mesquite. Oh, isn't uh, Tepper going? Tepper. Step. Isn't Step going to that game, right? Or no, he's going to Mesquite Horn in Arlington. It's on Thursday I- night. That's right. I think that's right. Yeah. But um, good for them. They good are, them. yeah. And then Capel uh, will be hosting Saxy down nice. the street at Buddy Eccles Field. Woo. You don't just walk into Buddy Eccles Field and get a win. Cowboy fight never dies. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Hank Tepper, Max Tepper, 
Jen Tepper, and Joe Cluley for being our guests. Uh, for Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. Go Rutgers. Woo! We'll see you tomorrow on Text Football Today. Thank <laughs> you.